We pick up at the very bottom of 9b with the last Mishnah on the page there, uh, last of the Ein Bain Mishnahs, and uh, we continue as follows. Ein Bain uh, Shiloh uh, Le Yushalayim. There's no difference between Shiloh, uh, where the Mishkan stood for seven and a half years, uh, to Jerusalem, Ella, Shebe Shiloh, Ochlim Kochim, Kalim, Master Shani, Bechora Roe. Shiloh, you could go and sacrifice uh, your, your uh, sacrifices, and normally what happens is with Kochim Kalim, you're allowed to eat it uh, throughout the walls of Jerusalem. However, when it came to Shiloh, there were no walls around Jerusalem, so you could actually eat it uh, in an area as long as you could see uh, Shiloh, uh, then you could eat it. You could eat that and Master Shani, Bechora Roe, as long as you could see uh, the area of Shiloh, the, the, the mission. Uh, then you could uh, eat it uh, in any place over there. However, if you're Shalim, uh, when it came to Jerusalem itself, Lifnim uh, you, you had to eat it uh, within the walls of Jerusalem itself. Okay, and uh, so even so, just you know, before we get into it, um, uh, the other, other details and stuff, just uh, one might think there that, that Shiloh was almost uh, more sanctified because uh, than Jerusalem uh, because of the fact that it had a wider area, uh, anyone that could just see it. And actually what, what happens is, is that uh, sometimes when in, in spirituality, uh, the, the, you know, the, the holier something is, uh, the less uh, place you've got to eat it in actually. And that's going to be evidence now, um, you know, b- because uh, you know, in both cases, both in Shiloh and Yerushalayim, if it's a more holy offering uh, which are eaten by Kwanim and uh, not not the people itself uh, you have to eat it within the uh, the, the curtains literally uh, but, uh, but that really means it's, it's like a, a borrowed term from the Mishkan in the temple you have to eat it uh, within the, the temple itself uh, and, and, and so too within the, the with Shiloh you have to eat it within the curtains surrounding that uh, big Mishkan that was there okay so sometimes the lesser the more holy something is the, the more restrictions there are upon it and therefore there, there's a lesser area you might, it's, it's not that it's a greater area uh, and almost uh, because it's so holy it's, it's actually a lesser area all right um next part of the Mishnah, kochim kochim uh, um Kurushat uh, Shiloh, the holiness of Shiloh. Uh, it says Yesh Akrona Heter. After the temple uh, was, uh, after the the, the the Mishkan in Shiloh, it says he had destroyed, uh, but it, it wasn't ever really uh, destroyed. It was just kind of hidden away. Uh, we had elsewhere in, uh, I think it was in Shkalim and or Yuma or both actually that the 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 the, uh, the walls of the temple, or the the walls of the. Um, of the Mishkan where she's standing, I think also even in, in Sukkah, they were just hidden away uh, somewhere. So they, they never really got destroyed. It got uh, uh, the, the Plishtim captured the Ark at a point in time and uh, it kind of more or less fell into disuse. <coughs> and then afterwards, it says that the Heter, what is the Heter? It means that uh, it, in uh, places of, of uh, the Nov and Givon, uh, there was like a major Bama, as we saw in the previous Mishnah, and you could go and sacrifice at uh, the major Bama, uh, those specific sacrifices, but you also were allowed to sacrifice in your backyard, your private Bama, as we had yesterday. Okay. However, Kudusha Jerusalem, uh, Jerusalem is different. Shain Acharei Heter. There is no uh, permission to, uh, to to serve on a Bama after Jerusalem, after Jerusalem was established, the Beit Hamikdash was built. Uh, there is no Heter anymore to um, uh, to to uh, be in the in the uh, to, to sacrifice outside uh, the Beit Hamikdash. Uh, Mikdash. Okay. Um, 
Amar of Yitzchak opening statement says the Gemara Shemati Shemakrivin Bebeit Konyo Bismanaze. Rabbi Yitzchak says I heard uh, that if you offer sacrifices in the uh, the temple of Onyo. Okay, the house of Onyo, uh, as we're going to see, that's a, uh, that's a place in Egypt. Uh, you could do it even today. So now, just a bit of uh, background over here. Uh, Shimon Atzarek had uh, two sons. Uh, one was uh, you know, Onyo, and one was called Shimi. And uh, even though Shimi was a little bit older, uh, two and a half years older uh, than Konyo, uh, Konyo was the one that was chosen, ready to succeed, uh, Shimon Atzarek, who was... Uh, the Kohen Gadol uh, for for many many years and uh, you know one of the greatest uh, you know leaders and teachers etc. Uh, I mean uh, Kohen that we ever had okay and uh, he was the one if you remember that uh, we saw in Yuma he says uh, he, he always had a, a vision of the angel coming in with him dressed in white etc. Uh, coming into the the Kodesh Kodashim. anyway so. Uh, then, then he, after he died, so he appointed uh, Onyo to be in his place. But Shimi was very upset about that, and uh, he uh, he he kind of tricked Onyo into uh, wearing something that was not appropriate uh, for the service. And everyone started uh, talking. He was, you know, like a glove and a belt or whatever the case was. Uh, I've forgotten exact details, but um, uh, he had to run away, uh, and he went to Egypt and he and he formed a uh, house. Uh, he, you know, he had a he. he started sacrificing over there in the times of it. So now, firstly, if you say that there are two conditions, yeah, he says uh, the place of Onyo, uh, the Beit Onyo, is uh, is a, is a uh, like like a Bama. It was not for idol worship. Okay, it says Kasava Beit Onyo, love Beit Avodah Really, it was done. Uh, it was really done to sacrifice to Hashem. It was not uh, some idolatrous temple that was just uh, put up. It was a temple dedicated to Hashem. And the second thing, Kasavar, he holds as well, Kudusha Trishona, uh, Kudusha Shata. Uh, the, the first uh, Kudusha, when Jerusalem, when the first Baramikdash was destroyed, uh, then uh, that was, uh, th- that it made it holy for the time, uh, but not uh, for future times. Kitsha, um it was only there temporarily. It didn't go on uh, for a long time. Uh, once Jerusalem was destroyed, it didn't uh, sanctify it forever. Uh, and therefore, once the temple was destroyed, uh, then uh, you could sacrifice outside uh, the Beit HaMikdash. Uh, and, uh, and so that obviously goes and flies right in the face of our Mishnah. Uh, but uh, it says, Dictive. Um, and, and we quote a verse, actually, which seems to back this up, though. Uh, it says, Kilo Vatem at you haven't come until now. This pasuk in Menucha uh, You haven't come into the uh, uh, literally the rest uh, and uh, and in, into the inheritance. Nachala is inheritance. Okay, Menucha zu Shiloh. You haven't come yet to the Menucha, which is like a place to rest, which is Shiloh and Nachala zu Yerushalayim. Nachala is Jerusalem. Uh, and what do we do? And we say Makish Nachala Menucha. We connect the two. The words are right next to each other, so we connect. Uh, the rest to the place of um, to uh, the, the the inheritance to the rest. Everyone agrees that uh, after Shiloh, uh, that it is explicit in our Mishnah, uh, that uh, that after Shiloh you could sacrifice at a Bama. Uh, and so too the the, the this um, the ton of this brata, uh, you know, teaches Afnachra Yesh uh, So too after Jerusalem uh, there is a Heter. So that's how he dashes out those Psukim.
So Amrile, uh, so they, they asked uh, Rabbi Yitzchak. It says Amat, did you actually say such a thing? Amrile, lo. He says no. In other words, what does it mean? Uh, you know, it's not that he didn't say it; he did say it. But really, is he's retracted uh, from what he said? In other words, uh, well, firstly, um, let's get to it first. Amrile, Rava, look, Kim, you know, you know, Hashem, you know, like that. He swears, Amma Migra Migna Lamina. I learnt it uh, from you. Okay, basically it means uh, that he retracted uh, what he says. So the Gemara says, um, uh, My timer, so why did he retract it? Why, why did he reverse his decision? Kasha de Ravmari, because there was a Kasha of Ravmari. Uh, and Ravmari says, The motto of love, Ravmari, he, he takes him from a Mishnah, Mishnah in Adiot, I think it is. Um, uh, it says, Sorry, from our Mishnah. Okay, the Mishnah Adiot is going to come up. This is our Mishnah. Okay, uh, the Kedusha of Shiloh, uh, after the temple was destroyed, uh, it says, uh, you know, you had a, a permission to bring um, uh, you do sacrifice animals on Bamot, on private altars. There's no Heter afterwards uh, to, in, you know, uh, with, with Jerusalem. After Jerusalem has been built, the base of Mikdash, uh, there's no allowance to bring on a private altar. And also, there's another Mishnah in, in uh, the end of Zvachim, uh, same place as the, the Chonyo story. Um, uh, it says, Once Jerusalem was established, uh, they, uh, you're not allowed any more bamot. And there's no more heter. Uh, that became the place of the Nachala. And that was, you know, commenting on what we had before. That's the Nachala. After the Nachala, uh, then there's no, um, uh, the Jerusalem uh, becomes the Nachala. After the inheritance, uh, then there's no other permission. So obviously we're told that the previous uh, understanding, the, uh, you don't, doesn't make the Hekish between the uh, Shiloh and uh, the, the Menucha and the Nachala. All right. Um, the Gemara actually says Tanai. Actually, this is a Machloket Tanaim, Ditnan. Okay, and this is the mission in Adiot over here. Amar Avelazer, Rebeliezer says, Shemati, Shubonim, Bahaychal, Vosin Kraim, Lahaychal, Ukraim, Lazara. When they were building uh, the uh, the second Beit HaMikdash, okay, what they used to do uh, took them a, a long time, uh, took them, I think, you know, some 22 years uh, to go and rebuild uh, the second Beit HaMikdash. And uh, in the meantime, what they used to do, uh, they put these uh, curtains uh, in place uh, and uh, they, they hang it around uh, the area of the Heichal, the, 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 uh, the, the, the innermost, uh, the, the, the sanctuary where everything, uh, the Heichal contained uh, the menorah and the Shulchan and the golden altar as well as obviously the Kodesh Kodashim uh, and it says Kraim la Heichal, Kraim Lazara and also you, you put curtains around the Azara, so the implication is Bonim um, uh, the, the, the curtains uh, they put um, when they built the wall they, they built it from outside okay uh, it says and uh, it, uh, when it came to the courtyard they built the walls on the inside of the uh, of, of the curtains okay and really what this is talking about is the fact that uh, surely they did this um, for the purpose of re-sanctifying uh, the area that, that, that was going to come out alright so that was uh, the, the, the Rebeliezer's view uh, the second view. I'm a Rabbi Yoshua. 
Rabbi Yeshua says, Shmati Shemakrivin Afapi Shein Bait. I heard that they started sacrificing, okay, uh, on the altar, even though uh, there is uh, no temple, uh, no no temple, no bait, right? Uh, no bait and mikdash. Vochlim kodesh kodashim Afapi Shein Klam. You can eat kodesh uh, kodashim, even the holy, the holiest of holy offerings. The kohanim can eat it. Afapi Shein Klam, even though there are no curtains, right? So as long as you're within that area. Uh, then you can eat it. Okay. Kochim Kalim Master Shani Afapi Shain Kuman. Also uh, you could eat uh uh Shani as well as uh, the 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 leftover parts, the parts that belonged to the Baalim, uh, the owners of the Korban, you could eat it within the Khoma, uh, within the, the walls, even though they weren't proper walls. Okay, because um uh, and kitcha uh, l'shat of kitcha l'atid lavo. Sorry. Uh, so what what happens is why uh, Rabbi Rabbi Yeshua's view is that the the initial consecration uh, of uh, of Yerushalayim lasted the whole time. In other words, it wasn't just a temp. It, it made it. You know, it was it sanctified it specifically for its time, and it and sanctified all all thereafter. In other words, so therefore the the, the fact that you're in within the place, uh, the place is significant because the place is holy, and therefore you could sacrifice. Um, uh, so the implication is that Rebeliezer holds uh, that Jerusalem, when it was the Beit HaMikdash was there, worked uh, and it was within um, uh, you could actually uh, sacrifice, uh, you know, at, at, at the time only. But once it was destroyed, uh, the the thing, the, the holiness disappeared. All right, uh, that is the one way of looking at it. Amalei Ravina, Ravashi. Ravina says to Ravashi, no, I don't like that. Who am I? Where do you say such an opinion? It could be that the initial holiness of Jerusalem uh, sanctified at the time and also for all future generations. Okay? Amar, Dishmiya, Alei, Kama, the one uh, is just stating what he heard uh, from his teachers. Umar, Dishmiya, Alei, Kama, and he's saying it from his his teachers. So the Gemara says, well, okay, well, no, no problem. Vikitaima, Kalim, Rebliezer, Lamali, so then why do you need the curtains? Um, of you know why, why Dafka did you have to put up curtains over here why do you were building the wall why don't you just leave the curtains down and he says uh, really it was just uh, for modesty okay it's uh, you don't want to like show everything that's going on in the bad Amigdash in full view of everyone so you just go and put up these temporary curtains but they had no halakhic uh, significance it was just uh, to be private so that can't be the machloket tanaim. Uh, therefore, ela kiyah tani. It's like the following tanaim. The tanya, as we learned in Ebrata, I'm Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yossi, says, "Lama manu chachamim etalu." Why did the 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 rabbis? Um, Count uh, and, and specify these nine. The, 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 what we're talking about is nine cities in Arachin. We're talking about in Masechet Arachin. They say these are the cities walled from the times of Yeshua ben Nun. Surely there are more. Okay, Kishalu b'nai Gola Matsu et Elu v'Kitshum. When when the people came up again, they ascended the time of Ezra. Uh, they 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 uh, found these cities and they consecrated them as walled cities. Aval Harishonot Batlu Mishabatla Aritz, but with the first holiness of the walled cities, uh, all those cities was uh, uh, now battle. It was nullified uh, after uh, the Jews came up again.
again, uh, when the sanctity of uh, the, 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 the Aretz, okay, when, when the Jews left, uh, the, not only the, all the cities and the whole land um, were, you know, was, was negated, okay, it says Batla, uh, that was it. Amakazava, what do you hold? It must be Rabbi Shmuel, son of Rabbi Yossi, holds that the initial holiness was only there for the time, but not for all future times. So Gemara answers, uh, no, it's not answers, Rumini. Uh, so that is, uh, so, so we see there is an opinion uh, that uh, Kedusha of Jerusalem only lasted uh, for that time. Okay, Rumini. Uh, however, we challenge that. Um, I'm a Rav Yossi, and now it's the same. Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yossi, uh, says, V'chi elu bevad hayu. Uh, were these the only cities uh, that they did? Valor kvar and Emar, were those only nine cities uh, that they had? Uh, but we know that it comes from a Pasuk uh, in in, in uh, the beginning of um, Devarim, the third chapter of Devarim, it says, Shishim Ir, call Hever Algog. Hevel Argog, right? So it says all these cities had these uh, 60 cities, okay, uh, in you know, in the region of uh, Argog, and that was just one place. And all of them, and they all had these high walls and, and gates and bars and stuff like that. Part not quoted here, uh, but really is so. They were definitely, uh, you know, just those 60 cities in that one area, so therefore, there were lots more. Why Dafka, the nine cities? Uh, the rabbis came up when the rabbis when the people came up from Babel with Ezra. Uh, they came and they discovered these cities and they consecrated them as walled cities. Gemara immediately objects. Kitshum, uh, what are you talking about? Consecrated them? If the if the holiness was there already, uh, then why do you have to consecrate? Them hashda ha ama no amri lord lord shrihi uh, the same way uh, you know later on in the prayer it says you don't need uh, to consecrate them okay and that's uh, the, 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 there's no need to do it uh, right so ella matsu et alu umina um right so it's not that they consecrated them uh, but they just uh, listed them okay they just counted them as part of uh, these cities as we should be known it says v'lo alu bevad and not only this ella kol shita as long as you've got a tradition uh, in your hand, from your forefathers, uh, that a city was walled from the time of your Benun. All these mitzvot are, are kept uh, in that. It's fully treated as a walled city. Now, obviously, that is talking about... Um, um, uh, the the concept of Megillah, but more importantly, uh, in the Torah, it mentions uh, if, if you sell a house in a walled city, uh, you only have a certain time. You have one year uh, with which to redeem it. If you don't redeem it uh, by the end of the year, then it's uh, com- considered a complete sale. Uh, and but within that year, you can come and uh, redeem it uh, any time within that year, and uh, it, it remains yours. Okay, so so really, that uh, it, the it, if you've got a tradition in your hands, uh, all the mitzvot apply to it. Why? And there's the cracks, Kedusha Shurishon, Kitcha, Shatav, Kedusha, Latid Lavo. Because the initial holiness of Jerusalem uh, came, and, and there's a dispute actually, which we're not going to get into now. Other places that get into it, actually, there's Kedusha Yushlaim, and then there's Kedusha Yisrael. And there can be different uh, opinions there, but for, for the purpose of this discussion, we say the Kedusha of, uh, of probably the land as well, the, the Jerusalem definitely, uh, and the land as well, uh, made Jerusalem uh, holy forever. Okay? Uh, 
so now, so that we see that, uh, you know, that, that was said the same uh, by, you know, Rabbi Shmuel, uh, Rabbi Yossi. So now we, the, the Gemara immediately asks, Kasha de Rabbi Shmuel, Ad Rabbi Shmuel. Both of these, you know, the, the first statement of Rabbi Shmuel seems to flatly contradict uh, the, first, the, the second statement of uh, Rabbi Shmuel. So, you know, that, that one where he says, um, does you know the the holiness disappeared after the first Badamikdash was destroyed, and the other one that says no, definitely not. The holiness did not disappear uh, after that time. So uh, the Gemara says, "Try tonight." I live with Rabbi Yishma of Rabbi Yossi. So there are two conflicting traditions as to um, who what does Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yossi, hold. One says the one way, one says the other way. Ibatayma, another way of reconciling this um, is high. Rabbi Yezeb Rabbi Yossi, Amat, and it's actually not Rish. Rabbi Shmuel, uh, the son of Rabbi Yossi, it's actually Rabbi Yezer, uh, Rabbi Yossi, uh, Amra. Detanya, as we have a brighter, Rabbi Yezer, Rabbi Yossi, Amra, Asher, Lo Choma. Uh, it has a wall, and as we, we said early on uh, in our Masechet, uh, law is written, uh, Lamed Vav Aleph, and actually that uh, comes to teach us that uh, the Lamed and the, and the, you can read, it's law, uh, which can mean Lamed Aleph, no, uh, and, and law means, uh, Lamed Vav means it has, right? So it says, Asher, Lo Choma. Uh, and uh, uh, the way you 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 it it. it, it written with the Aleph uh, as well uh, it, it really, you, because it's got the Aleph it means no, uh, but it also could be read like law as, as it does have, so how do we reconcile that, FLP, even though it doesn't have one now, via law kodem lachain, it has one after that, okay, so we say it could be Rabbi Lezeb, Rabbi Yossi, disputing Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yossi and that's how, you know, just the different traditions of that Okay, and now what we do, uh, we move on into a a gadatic section, really, or you know, different ideas, but really, dashing out. Uh, the 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 book of uh, the you know the Megillat Esther and uh, we see you know, get into a whole discussion uh, for a number of dafim uh, I think it, you know around six or seven uh, dafim of uh, you know all of this discussions a very in depth uh, analysis of the verses in um, in Megillat Esther okay we start off with verse one um, chapter one verse one Vayimim Ben Achashverosh it was in the days of Achashverosh I'm Rabbi Levi Vitaim Rabbi Yochanan Davayev Masorit Piyadai uh, this has been handed down uh, to us all the way from the men of the great assembly uh, every time a book starts off with vaihi, it means uh, it, it's going to be trouble there's trouble uh, coming ahead because uh, really that um, it's almost like the the, the, the word says vay uh, and hi you know vay and he you know this is uh, uh, a woe and mourning okay and that's uh, that's really uh, there, there's trouble coming Okay, how do we know that? Uh, it says in the time of uh, straight away there was Haman. Uh, when the time in the, in the opening verse of the uh, Megillat Rut, uh, when the Shoftim were judging, uh, straight afterwards it says there was a terrible famine, etc. When the man started to multiply, uh, that's Pasuk in. Um, just before Parshat Noach, uh, it says, "V'yar Hashem ki Rabat Raata Adam." Man started to behave uh, terribly. A few verses later, uh, it says, "Man behaved uh, terribly." Okay, they. Um, 
when they when they journeyed uh, from the east, this is the story of the Tower of Babel. Then they said, "Let's build a city with its uh, tower to the heavens." So that was led to destruction. Amraphel, and it came to pass in the time of Amraphel, and then straight afterwards, as talk about the, the kings and Sodom, etc. Then there was a war. Okay, uh, when Yeshua was in Yericho, uh, then and we had this earlier on also in this angel comes and uh, he saw drawn in his hand to warn him uh, that he had not, uh, you know, uh, you know, did what, he had missed the Tamid offering, but more importantly, he'd missed uh, learning. Hashem et Hashem was uh, with Yoshua, uh, and, and and afterwards Viamilu Ben Israel, those were the Ben Israel, uh, you know, uh, trespassed, you know, and and took the uh, uh, certain items from a place called Ai, and that led to the a defeat, uh, and 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 thirty six people being killed. Um, um, and uh, um, and uh, there was a person from Ramatim that's uh, talking about um, uh, Hannah and she was barren uh, this, you know, um, Hashem, he, this man uh, Hannah's wife, husband had uh, um, uh, you know, she 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 loved her, but she couldn't fall pregnant. All right. Vahi kizaka and Shmuel. When Shmuel came to past, uh, and it says v'lo halachu v'nav bidrachav. All right. His sons didn't walk in his way. So that, that that's that. Also not nice for a parent. Vahi David l'chodachav maskil. David was successful uh, in all of his ways. Hashem imor and Hashem was with him. Uh, but sh- shortly after that, uh, a few verses later, vahi Shaul or Yain et David. Shaul started suspecting. Uh, David, Vahi ki Ashava Melech Bavaito, when the king uh, dwelled in his house, uh, it says Rakata uh, Tivne uh, Habait. The the idea is like King David thought he was able um, to um, uh, start building the Beit Hamikdash. It's really something that he wanted to, uh, but then later on, uh, and there's you know not actually. Um, in in the same chapter, normally it's in the in the same chapter. Uh, there's in Divrei Yamim. It says you're not allowed to build uh, the Beit Hamikdash. All right. So now we see, you know, that uh, Vahi, uh, we've given the, all these many proofs that it, it is uh, uh, portends like something ominous, right? However, uh, what do you do with the following? Vakativ, Vahi be Yom Hashmini. Oh, it's on the eighth day, and this was the the dedication of the Beit uh, of the of the Mishkan. Vatanya, Oto Ayom Hata. Simcha um, That day there was such happiness in front of Hashem. As if Hashem, you know, the, the happiness that he had on that day was if he has created uh, the heaven and earth. And how do you know? It says on the seven, on the eighth day. Right? There was evening, morning. It was one day. So in other words, um, you have the yom and the yom. Uh, and, uh, and and we see that it's a day of tremendous happiness. So the dedication of the Mishkan was tremendous happiness. However, you may have been thinking, it says, Oi, Hashachiv, Nadavavu, that was the same day uh, to mar the celebrations that Nadavavu went and offered the strange fire, and they ended up uh, getting 
consumed by the fire. Okay, and that uh, that was that. All right, so um, uh, the Gemara, you know, it's not a cast iron proof, uh, and the Gemara says, uh, no, sorry, there's happiness, but then there was sadness. But now the Gemara says, no, I've got other examples from you. Vakativ, Vahim, it came to pass in the 480th year, uh, and then afterwards it's written, you know, how Shlomo built the temple, uh, a 480th year after the uh, coming out of Egypt, the temple was built. Vakativ, Vahim, Kasher, Ayakov, Etrachel, Yaakov Sorachel, that's also pretty um, uh, important, you know, that, that there's, there wasn't anything bad after that, um, uh, you know, and uh, that, that there was happiness. I mean, he still ended up getting married, even though he was tricked. Okay, so, you know, what was bad after the first, the creation of the first day, the second day, and, and all of those times, says Vahi. So we see it's not a cast iron proof at all, and, and, and you can't do it. So there are lots of Vahis where it has happy things afterwards. So I'm Rav Ashi, so we'll find that, uh, call Vaihi, Ikahi uh, Ikahi. If it just says Vaihi, uh, it could be bad or could be good. Okay, so uh, so so there's no proof over there. Vahi uh, bimei, when it says Vahi bimei, when it says in the days of, Eino Ela Lashon Sar, that is not, that, that always says there's trouble uh, coming up. And we just reiterate the five times, Chamesha, Vahi Bimei, there are five times where it says it was in the, came to pass in the times of, the days of. It says, Vahi Bimei Ashkashvarosh, it comes in the times of Ashkashvarosh, which is Haman, Vahi Bimei, Shofet Shoftim, as we said, was roots in the famine. Vahi Bimei Amrafel, there was a war, Vahi Bimei Achaz, it also then comes and talks about a war, we hadn't mentioned that before. Vahi Bimei Yuach Hakim, all of these times that, uh, you know, that, it, uh, it says there's suffering happening to the Jews, uh, even though we hadn't mentioned those two before, those last two, uh, it was a time of war thereafter. And Amar Rabbi Levi, another statement of Rabbi Levi, uh, the, the following is a tradition uh, in our hands, from our forefathers, uh, which was Isaiah's father, and Amatia, uh, who was a king at the time, uh, they were brothers. Uh, you know, what, what's, it, what's it coming to tell us? Uh, it says, It comes to teach us what Rashmo Banachmani said, the name of Rabbi Yonatan. Uh, any um, a bride who is modest in her father-in-law's house, it says, uh, Kings and prophets will come out from her. Where do we know this from? Uh, from the story of Tamar, uh, because uh, Tamar, just to... to uh, um, recollect what, what happened over there. Uh, to, uh, Yehuda uh, married Tamar uh, off to his uh, sons, Aaron and Nun, and they did bad things as mentioned uh, over there and I think chapter 30, 37 uh, or 38 of uh, uh, Brashit and, uh, and they both died. So, so, so uh, uh, she <clears throat> you know, the uh, kind of a yibum kind of thing, and uh, and then uh, he kept her there, but he thought this woman's killing my my children. I'm not going to uh, let her marry my third son. But then Tamar so desired to have children, she uh, disguised herself as a prostitute, and she uh, she um. 
uh, has relations with Yoda uh, at, at a point in time, she becomes pregnant. Okay, addictive. Vri Yoda vichreve lozona kikasta panam. It says Yoda saw she, he thought her to be a zona. She thought she he, she was a prostitute because she covered her face. Now, uh, of all the things that prostitutes do, generally they don't cover their face. Okay, bishum tikasta panam yichreve lozona. Prostitutes open, let their let their face be open and recognizable. So you know. Uh, you know, prostitutes don't cover their face; they reveal uh, a lot, uh, and therefore, Ella, what does it mean? Mishum de kastapenah bevet kamia. She covered her, uh, her her face in the house of. Um, he was father-in-law. Aloave yada and layada yadala. He didn't recognize her face. Vezachta yatzaimimenu melachim and nevim. And then he he impregnated her, and out of her uh, came melachim and nevim. So melachim, who were these kings? Okay, kings and prophets. Um, uh, the, the the kings. Midavid. Uh, obviously, that was the uh, the line of David. Uh, it came out. Um, uh, ultimately, King David, who comes from Shevet Yehuda, uh, says Nevi'im, Dama Rabbi Levi, Masoret Piadanu. We have a turn. We have a tradition in our in our hands. Rabbi Levi is giving another tradition from our forefathers. Amos Ramatia, Achim Havu. Okay, that was a statement we had. Active Chazod Yisha Ben Amot, Azar, the son of Amot, and uh, Amot was part of uh, Yehuda, and therefore Amot and uh, and uh, Yishayahu uh, is when when the person's prophet name is mentioned with his father. Father was also a prophet, uh, but you know, not necessarily one that's going to uh, write stuff down, but a prophet for his time. But as I obviously uh, wrote, uh, you know, one of the, I think all the, the most prophecies of uh, of a uh, of anyone. Okay, and uh, and and therefore we see the the Malachim uh, are you know uh, uh, from David all the way down, and we see you know, including uh, Amatia and Amos, Amos and uh, Amos and and. Um, uh, uh were prophets. Okay. Um another uh, statement of Rabbi Levi Devaze Mosori Piadainu we have a tradition in our hands Amavatanu Makom Aron Aino Minamida the place of the ark uh, didn't take up any physical space even though it was contained in the Holy of Holies uh, didn't take up any physical space. Okay and and uh, and Tanya Namiaku also learned this in a brighter Aaron Shasa Moshe Yeshu Esamot Lukorach the the ark of Moshe uh, there was the, it, it was ten amot. Uh, there was ten amot of of empty space on both sides. And it says when we brought that into uh, the the temple, the first Baramidash Kativ, Livnadvir, in front of the sanctuary, Eshamama or There was there was twenty cubits in length and twenty cubits uh, in width. Okay, and uh, and really is the, that's the the holy of holies. Okay, Kativ, Knaf Kruvechad Eshamot, Knaf Kruvechad Eshamot. So so there was. Ten spaces on you know if if it was twenty by twenty if there were ten uh, cubits on either side of the ark obviously the ark is there's no there's no it itself occupied no space and also uh, we just bring this uh, other proof which is possibly you know not particularly needed here but it's uh, is needed uh, in Bava Batra uh, where this also comes up Kanaf Kruvah the 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 wing of the one Kruv it says Eser Amot Kanaf Kruvah Eser Amot and both of these wings were ten Amot uh, so we see that the the, the, the actual uh, just the wingspan was that and Aaron Gufa Heike Havika. So where was the Aaron in all of this? Ella Lav Shmamina Benais Haya Omed. It stood uh, via a miracle. And there's um, something which you know from uh, as we I think we you know even at the beginning of the show we said the more holy uh, places the lesser. Um, 
space uh, it is, is allocated to it in here. Uh, it is like the most holy of anything that is in the world, so it almost occupies no space. It's very similar. Uh, I think it, probably Rabbi Tetz would have, would have, would have heard this from, uh, where he says, almost like the soul inside the body. There's no space uh, of a soul inside the body. It permeates the whole body, uh, but doesn't occupy any physical space uh, inside the body itself. So it's almost, uh, it, it, it fills it, but it's not there. So a similar kind of thing with the ark. So now the Gemara moves on, and it says, Rabbi Yochanan Patzach Lai Pitka Lahai Parashat So what happens is, is that now we're going to have a whole lot of statements of the rabbis and how they used to introduce their uh, d- discussions about the Megillah. Uh, they started off. Uh, really, this goes back a little bit uh, to what we discussed also a few days ago with regard to putting. Uh, the, uh, the the Megillat Esther is part of Tanakh uh, because we'd said that there was a bit of a dispute about that. We had that Shlishit, Lo Reviet, it has to be three and not four. So we see that uh, uh, each of these rabbis, just to make sure that uh, Megillah you know, is uh, considered part of it as well, they, they, they started off with a drosha uh, from the Tanakh. And once they, they had it from the, from the Tanakh, so then they uh, said, you know, this is how we can see that uh, Megillat Esther really is part of the canon. All right, so uh, the first one, Rabbi Yonatan, uh, started off as follows. Vakamti alayhim, etc. The Pasuk says, I will uh, rise up against them. Uh, and, uh, and, and it says, Vakirati v'chol... Uh, and I will cut off from Bavel shame usar venin venechid and umashim. Right? I will I will cut off uh, the their name and the uh, um, from Bavel. I will cut off their name, uh, their leftover shar uh, and and nin. Right? That's the their children venechid. Uh, that's like the grandchildren umashim. Okay, uh, and the offspring from for you know forever says Hashem. Okay, shame, Zakatav. Uh, in other words, the ancient Babylonian writing will disappear. Um Sha'ar Ze Lashon, the that is the uh, uh, Lashon, the language the ancient Babylonians had. Uh, not they didn't really speak Aramaic, they spoke like a uh, um, uh, like a, a more high class uh, kind of uh, Babylonian thing. And Nin Zemachut, the the offspring is their kingdom. Venechet, the the posterity Zu Vashti, that is Vashti, uh, and that's part of what we read in the Megillah um, that uh, they uh, you know that she was also removed uh, from the actual throne itself. Okay, and um, all right, and and that is. Uh, um, and that really is, you know, the, the same thing as we mentioned be, uh, as, as before. Um, you know, the Pnei Yoshua also uh, discusses this. He says, you know, normally um, we don't usually have so many droshes on on, on a book. Uh, and Dafka, he says, because these are mentioned uh, to to say that uh, it's important to include Megillah uh, Tester in, you know, as as part of the thing, and uh, and that, that is that. All right, so now. Rashmur Banachmani Patak Lai Pitka Mihar Pasha Mihaka. He started learning Megillat Esther and he, he uses a pasuk in, in Yeshaya, uh, one that we, we read on all the fast days. Takata Natsuts Yale Varosh Vatakata Sirpad Yale Hadas. Instead of the thorn, there'll be a cypress, and instead of the, the, the another type of nettle, a myrtle will come up. Uh, and it's you know, and, and, and that's what we uh, say and um 
uh, you know, as we said, it's a pasuk in uh, chapter fifty-five of Isaiah, as we said, we read it on the fast day. Tachat anatzutz instead of the thorn, tachat haman harasha. That's you know from uh, instead of haman uh, that the reference to him shasa atzmo avodazori he made himself into an idol. Ktitiv bechol an atzim bechol chalolim. Halolim, uh, right? And uh, he says that idols are compared to thorns. Uh, another pasuk in Isaiah chapter seven on all the thorns and all the brambles. Okay, and that is talking about uh, idol worship in that section. Uh, they will rise into instead of it. The 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 cypress uh, will rise up. Rosh, and it's a play on Rosh in Cyprus with an, with a vav and Rosh with an aleph, which is the head. Uh, and Mordechai is uh, uh, the Rosh, the head uh, of all the basamim. Okay, he's the head of the spices. Basamim Rosh Marjor. Um, and uh, it says you should take for yourself the spices and marjor and uh, and the targ uh, the Aramaic translation is mardachi. Uh, you should pure uh, myrrh, right? So marjor is pure myrrh, but it sounds very much like mardachi morcha. Tachat says you've had instead of the nettle, the sipad. Tachat vashti arasha. Instead of vashti, there'll be uh, in, and why was she called uh, the you know a sipad? Bat manosh harasha. She was the Nevukadnitzer's uh, granddaughter. Okay, and uh, Nevukadnitzer had a son, and she was uh, the, the the son's daughter, so she was the granddaughter. Shesaraf refiat beit Hashem, and uh, and um, the sirpad is considered to Saraf repat beit Hashem. He Nevukadnitzer burned uh, the the refidat the the ceiling of Hashem. Uh, it was the, the top of the, the ceiling was gold okay so like uh, the, that is sirpad uh, is a kind of shortening of sasharaf uh, rifida Okay, so that's like Sarpad. Yale Hadas, the Hadas should come up instead to Esther. That's Esther, uh, the righteous woman. Okay, Shinikra uh, Hadasa, her name was also another name for her, was Hadasa. We're going to have a machloket about this in a bit. Shinimar, uh, uh, no, not today, but uh, I think maybe tomorrow, the next day. Anyway, it will come up. Ayumain, it's Hadasa. And he brought up Hadassah, uh, he is there. So even in the Megillah, she's called Hadassah as well. Uh, the continuation of the Pasuk, which we hadn't quoted before, uh, they all be a name. What does that mean? Zumikra Megillah, that will be a name. Liot Olam, Loikarait, and it won't um, uh, disappear forever. Uh, won't be cut off forever. Uh, this everlasting sign. Elu Yemei Purim. These are the days of Purim. Okay, that was all uh, Rav Shmuel by Nachmani. Now, moving on, Rabbi Yishu ben Levi, Pitka Mehar Parshata, he learned it out from uh, the following Pasuk, uh, and there's a Pasuk actually from the Strah, Vayashem, Kasher Sas Hashem Aleichem Lativetchem, the way, if there's part of the curses, it says, the way Hashem rejoiced uh, over you to do good for you, uh, it says, Kani Asis Hara Echem, so too he will, um, you know, and, and he will come, and the same, um, effort almost that he put in and uh, when he was happy with you uh, to, to, to make things better he says the same thing will happen uh, he will, will make you it will cause you harm so Hashem will be doing that so um, and now just on that comment um, 
And he says, actually, me had I chade hakadosh baruch hu mifilat shal rashem. Does Hashem really like it when the wicked one, uh, wicked people die and uh, are exterminated? It says vakativ b'tzei tzilufnei hachalutz v'yomre hodu lashem kilo lam chasto. And they went out in front of the army and they said, as pasuk in Devarim says, give thanks to Hashem ki uh, because His mercy uh, carries on forever. I'm Rav Normally we say mifnei ma lo the Kitov, because normally we say Hodu Lashem Kitov, Kilam Kastor. Here we're missing the word Kitov. Why are we missing out? Because it's good. Behoda Azu, why is it missing? Is part of this thanks. Lefish Ein Hakarish Baruchu, Samech, Vemapalatan, Shal Rashaim. That because Hashem does not rejoice over the, the downfall of the wicked. Okay, Ram Rav Yochanan and Rav Yochanan also said, Ma'adiktiv, what does the Pasuk mean? Uh, the angels didn't come, uh, the, the, the Jewish people uh, didn't come near the Egyptians the night before. The, uh, the, 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 the sea was split, so it says they never came one to each other near, uh, the, near each other. The angels wanted to sing Shira, and that's what it means. That's part of our Kedusha, that's we, we mimic the singing of the angels when you say Akadusha. The angels wanted to sing Shira. They wanted to sing uh, their song. When Hashem says, listen, uh, my handiwork is, is drowning in the sea. Are you busy saying Shira? How could that be? It's, it's just a very sad time that I have to destroy my creatures. Okay, so Amar of Elazar, Rav Elazar resolves this. He says, who enosas? Hashem himself isn't uh, happy. Aval acharim masis. But other people are happy as well. When the Jews saw the Egyptians drowning in the sea, there go their oppressors. So it was a big moment of rejoicing for them. Uh, and we also look at it carefully. Cain, Yasis. So Hashem will rejoice. It doesn't say, Yasus. He actually, um, he will rejoice, means it makes someone else. Uh, to rejoice. Uh, that's, that's what Yasis has got the connotation of uh, Hashem will make other people rejoice and not Yasus, not that he will rejoice. I mean, uh, we learn from that 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 is the case. All right, a, um, uh, a few more for today. Amar Rav Ada Abba Bakahana Patak Pitka Miharpasha. Rav Abba Kahana introduced uh, the Megillah with the following and the Pasuk in Kohelet Ladam. Uh, 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 to a man that is good in front of him he gives uh, him uh, uh, wisdom and knowledge and joy uh, that refers to Mordechai uh, the righteous Mordechai and uh, with the sinner he gives uh, you know, the ability the inyan, the task of gathering and uh, heaping up that is Haman as well and it says uh, that he give it to one that's good before Hashem. Uh, what is that talking about? And he gave it all over to Mordechai and Esther. So Aman had this tremendous desire to accumulate wealth and uh, eventually it was all given uh, to Mordechai and Esther. It's written in the Megillah. And Esther put Mordechai over the house of Aman. Okay, last one for today. Rabba Ofian. Uh, he learned out from Pasuk in Yirmiyah I'll put my throne in Elam and destroy the king and the princes from there, uh, says Hashem right? uh, it says Melech Vashti, uh, Melech is Vashti she descended from princes uh, uh, from um, 
the uh, Nebuchadnezzar, as we saw, so she was the daughter, the uh, granddaughter of the king, uh, and it says, Sarim Zuaman Vaseri Panav, and the princess that is referring to Aman and his ten sons. Okay, uh, we'll carry on with a few more about this tomorrow before we actually dive into the Psukim themselves, a lot of the Psukim. So uh, everyone should have a great time.